Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at NASCARfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to... The Field Filler Podcast. We are already now at race number 11 of the 2021 season. And now we go to Kansas Speedway for the Bushy McBush Race 400. Yeah, that's the name that Bush decided to go with for this race. And honestly, all I can pray is Kyle Bush or Kurt Bush winning this race. Because let's be honest, that's going to sound like a very old radio show like Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm here to bring you the news that Kyle Busch, a past Busch champion, won the Bushy McBush Race 400 at Kansas Speedway, sponsored by Bush. When everybody who was drinking a delectable Bush saw Kyle Busch winning the Bushy McBush Race, they all got very, very mad and throw their Bush beers in protest. Kurt Busch, finishing second in the Bushy McBush Race, said, That dastardly devil brother of mine, he may have won this race, but you can't keep a Bush brother down. By the way, this race sponsored by... There you go, guys. There's some freaking gold for you guys to jump on right there. But yep, it is time for the Kansas Speedway race. Enough of all the jokes. It is time to focus on the most important thing, and that is our fantasy picks. Will I finally give you guys good advice for a race and pick the right drivers? We shall see, because now it's time to roll into our top 15 picks going into week 11 of the 2021 season. Alrighty guys, so we already know the deal. Who are the five best drivers to go with in this race? Who is considered the top pick according to Vanilla Wafers? Well, the guy that's sitting at the number one spot is the only guy who's gotten multiple wins this season. I'm giving it to the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. And here's the reason why. Martin Trex Jr. here in the last five races has had an average point score of 35.2. That's pretty impressive. And let's be honest here, Martin Trex Jr. hasn't really fallen off at all this year. I mean, he has been dominant near the front, been victorious, scoring stage points. Everything that he needs to be doing right now, he has been doing. And let's not forget that in the last few years, Martrex Jr. has been known as the guy to really dominate mile and a half as well as the short tracks. Let's look at the last few 11 races that are kind of similar to Kansas. This is including Kansas races, Chicagoland, which kind of has the same format, and Las Vegas. 38.4 points per race. Pretty damn good. Definitely keep an eye on Martin Trex Jr. Definitely a really good pick to go with here this weekend. Next driver I want to go with, let's go with the guy who's been absolutely kicking ass this year. I think he's just going to be kicking ass in every single race we see him in. And that's the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. The only question is, when is he finally going to be victorious here in the 2021 season? It's not a matter if, that's mostly for Kyle Busch. It's more of when he's going to get that victory. Well, Kansas may not be a bad area to go for him because look at his average finishes here. 38.6 points per race. And also in the other races, let's include those other ones in the last 11. 
39.4, even better than Martin Trex Jr. He might even be a bigger threat than the number 19 machine is in this race. Denny Hamlin, can he finally seal the deal? I don't know. He's always known as the choke artist. So having these great points, we'll see. But definitely wouldn't be a bad idea to give Denny Hamlin maybe another shot. Who knows? Maybe he finally gets the win here at Kansas. Then the next one I have is Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski also has a very good average here in the last five races at Kansas, scoring 39.2 points, finishing 4th, 2nd, 19th, won a race, and finishing 6th. And then his average points in the last 11 races has been 38.6 at mile and a half, similar to this track. Brad Keselowski, without a doubt, has been known as a really good contender when it comes to the mile-and-a-half tracks. There's just no second-guessing that. It's done really good at Las Vegas, done really good at Chicagoland, and it's no different here at Kansas. I wouldn't be um, against Brad Keselowski being on your fantasy league, especially after being victorious in the Talladega race. Always, like I say, almost every single damn episode, momentum is key, and that's what the number two team has going into this race. Now let's include a Chevrolet. Let's get all the fangirls going nuts. It is time for Chase Elliott to be on the top picks for this weekend. Chase Elliott got one of his first victories here at Kansas. He does really, really good at this racetrack, and you've also seen him kind of dominate Las Vegas as well. He just hasn't gotten the victory there yet, but let's look at his average points per race. It is higher than any other driver here on this list with 44.6. Why did I include him as number one or number two? Well, it's honestly, he's been the weakest guy in the Rick Henrik Motorsports camp. I mean, we've already gotten a victory from Alex Bowman, William Byron, and Kyle Larson. And William Byron's been consistent every single race. Kyle Larson has been really dominant at a lot of races. We haven't really seen Chase Elliott up front except for the road course races. If Chase Elliott wants to be a contender for the championship, he has to be better than a road course driver. We already know he is. That's why he's already a champion in the top series. But things need to start turning around for that number nine team can they finally do it here at kansas i mean it would be a great track it's set up perfectly for them really great finishes who knows maybe chase Elliott can finally turn things around and get a victory for every single car at rick henrick this year and then the last one, let's mention him, Kyle Larson in the number five. Kyle Larson has been dominant this year, especially at mile and a half. And here at this racetrack, he does really good, whether it was in the number 42 car well, we haven't even really seen him in the number five car, but his average points has been about 33 in the last three races here that he has attended. 14th, 8th, and 3rd. Not that bad, especially being in the number 42 car. And then his average point finishes in the last 11 races similar to this has been 35.7. That's including races with a team that's a little bit weaker than Rick Henrik. So just imagine how he's going to do in this race. I'm thinking it's going to be similar to Las Vegas. Going to be running near the front. It's going to be him, Chase Elliott, and possibly Martin Trex Jr. and Denny Hamlin, I think, competing in the top three spots. So those are the top picks in this race that I have. I have Martin Trex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. Now let's look at the drivers who are 6th through 10th. It is time to look at the pretty good category. 
first one I have here, we got to start including him every single time until he stops getting top 10s. That's the number 24 of William Byron. If you're a William Byron fan, you are loving this year. It is like 2007 Jeff Gordon. We just need a few more victories. Who cares? We are in love with Rudy Fogle. We wish Chad Canounce was back as the director a long time ago. It has been great if you are a 24 fan. And you know what? The consistency doesn't stop here at Kansas. It keeps going because his last three races here, he has finished 10th or better. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another top five finish here. It was honestly between him and Kyle Larson, but Kyle Larson has looked more dominant. I mean, look at Vegas. So definitely William Byron. I mean, use him up as much as you can. He's getting top tens. And for this weekend, I see no different. Could be even going for the victory. I don't know if he can compete against the other drivers, but I see him getting a solid top five in this race. All right, I'm not going to lie. This driver let us down at Talladega. No, it's not Ricky Stenhouse Jr. It is the number 48 of Alex Bowman. I thought Alex Bowman was going to do really good at Talladega. Got caught up in that accident by the end of Stage 2. Nobody else to blame except, um, I don't know, uh, how about the guy who won the race? But here at Kansas, it has been really, really good luck for the number 48 machine. With an average point score of 35 in the last five races and finishes of 11th or better, definitely a pretty good guy to go with in this race. And he's been consistent at tracks similar to this all throughout. Vegas, a little bit of a struggle, but I'm not really going to compare it to that. Alex Bowman, it's really a good chance that he's going to be running in the top 10 in this race. I'm thinking an 8th to 10th place finish here for him. Definitely a good 3rd or 4th pick on your fantasy roster. All right, I couldn't keep him too far away from the front for too much longer. The number four of Kevin Harvick. Can he finally turn stuff around? Can Stuart Haas get their first victory of the year? Who knows? But damn it, it's so hard to keep Kevin Harvick off your fantasy roster at mile and a half tracks after all the success he's had in the last few years at these racetracks. I mean, look at Kevin Harvick's average points in the last 11 races. 40 That's usually on average second or better for some of these guys when it comes to fantasy points. 42 here at Kansas in the last five races. That's including a 13th and 12th place finish where he scored 43 or 44 points. I I can't think of keeping Kevin Harvick off your fantasy roster. I just can't put him as a top pick because the finishes haven't backed him up this year yet. However, if we're going off of 2020, 2019, 2018, for the love of God, put him on your fantasy roster. Just take the risk. I can't see Kevin Harvick struggling in this race. And if he is, I don't know what to do with Stuart Haas racing. Just just take him out back and just put a bullet through their head for your fancy picks because if they can't do it here, then I don't really see them doing it anywhere else. All right, next up, the most energetic guy in the world, the guy that's always awake, the guy who's always being the loudest at the party. I'm talking about the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Who else would I be talking about? Yes, Ryan Blaney is not the driver that you think of when it comes to this particular race. However, his points back it up with an average 31.8 and a couple finishes in the top 10. Now let's be honest here. He has struggled here the last few races. Yes, he got a seventh place finish in the most recent race, but the other ones 20th, 21st, and 32nd. So why should you trust Ryan Blaney in this race? Well, even though he had subpar finishes, he was still scoring 28 plus points in two out of the three of those races. 
that means he was doing damn good in those races, and I really don't see him really falling off here at Kansas. I mean, seeing how Roger Penske cars have really done at these racetracks, it, it's really hard to keep him off, especially with their success at Las Vegas. It should carry on here to Kansas, and we can see the number 12 car having another good solid finish. I, I think maybe a top 10 more than a top 5, but still consider Ryan Blaney with all these other drivers as well. Alrighty, and let's talk about the guy that would represent the old radio show. I'm talking about the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch has definitely been the weakest link on his team. Yes, he's not the only one who's been winless this season, but let's be honest here. Denny Hamlin, he has 400 plus points. How can you say he's been sucking ass this year when he's just absolutely dominating in the regular season points? He just needs to get that victory. Kyle Busch, eh, not quite to Denny Hamlin, but not really far off of Christopher Bell and Martin Trex Jr. Just hasn't gotten the victory yet. Kyle Busch tends to do fairly well at this racetrack. Based on what I've seen, average points finish, usually around 34, 35 points. That's what I usually see. And he's had a few solid finishes here. He also struggled a couple years ago, finishing 30th in this race. But the other ones, he's had top five finishes. So the reason why I'm putting him in this fifth spot is because... He's probably going to be around 10th. That's what I feel in him. If he can put everything together like his teammates, he can be definitely up there in the top four. But, gosh, see in 2020, Kyle Busch doesn't seem like the top guy anymore. I want to still put him in the pretty good category. That's why he's here. But maybe not the guy that's going to get the win this weekend, but can definitely get a top 10. So those are my pretty good guys. I got William Byron, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, and Kyle Busch. Now let's move on to the dark horses. It's time to look at picks 11 through number 15. All right, all right, all right. Who's going to be the first one to represent? How about the number 21 of Matt Benedetto. Matt Benedetto does not do good here at Kansas. I also said that about Talladega and look how he did because guess what? Races similar to this, he has finished near the front. How about the two second place finishes he had at Las Vegas in that number 21 machine and also when he was driving the number 95, got a 15th place finish. I mean, it's a secondary car for Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah, it's not spectacular, but it still definitely shows that he can have a solid run here at this racetrack. So Matt Benedetto, I would say fifth or sixth pick. He's definitely a guy you're going to take a gamble on, but he's starting to put stuff together, starting to get solid finishes, and trying to put himself in contention for the playoffs. I can see him getting a good solid finish here in this race and catching up to the man sitting in 16th, which is Chris Buescher and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Next one I have up here, the Stuart Haas racing partner of Kevin Harvick. How about the number 10 of Eric Amarola? Eric Amarola is starting to show what he is known for. Top 10 finishes. Is it now time to put Eric Amarola on your fantasy list? Once he starts getting top 10, he's, you know what he is? He's kind of like Tony Stewart. But instead of getting victorious, he gets top 10 finishes. I, I mean, that's not nearly as awesome as being Smoke. But you know what? That's why he still has a ride here with Team Smoke. <laughs> so Eric Amarola, he usually starts to show up during the summer. Maybe it's now time to start including him on your fantasy picks if you think he's going to start getting the top 10s. Here at Mile and a Half, he's obviously pretty good with a 13th, a 6th, a 23rd, a 12th, and a 10th. You got that one finish, a 23rd, so you get a little nervous. But honestly, you're just taking the gamble here. Is he going to start doing good or do we still need a few more races? I don't know. 
Maybe put him as a six pick. That's all I got to say for Eric Amarola. All right, let's put a poll package here for the Joe Gibbs Racing. The number 20 of Christopher Bell, I couldn't keep him off this list. He's more of a fifth pick than he is more of a random pick, and the reason why is because I could see him getting a solid 12th place finish here. On average, especially in the number 95 car, he has scored about 23.3 points here at tracks similar to Kansas. So, obviously has done really good when he was with the number 95. Could do even better in the number 20 equipment. I mean, we've seen how well he's done so far this year. It wouldn't be a surprise for me to see him score top 10, but I'm thinking more of a 12th spot. Overall, definitely a fifth pick to go with in this race. All right, let's talk about some drivers that you may not have thought about. One that I'm going to finally put on here is the number 17 of Chris Buescher. He has made the list quite a few times, but he has let us down quite a bit as well. Homestead, he did really, really well. And I'm thinking he could do something similar here at Kansas. Maybe to not that extent, but could still score a few stage points in this race. And on average, not too bad in that number 17 machine. 24.5 points on average, and then overall 22.89. That's including him being in the number 37 car with JTG Daughtry Racing. So he could definitely put some solid finishes here at Kansas. The question is, is he going to do what he did similar to Homestead? Do really good in the first half and then fall apart in the second half? I hope that's not the case. I know the number 17 car needs some good finishes. to hold on to that playoff position that they're at right now. I could see a good race for them, but definitely a gamble to go with in this race. That is a guy that you're going to want to save for your sixth slot. Then the last one I'm going to include is the driver that used to be in the number 17, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Both him and Chris Buescher need a really good race to keep staying ahead of Matt Benedetto in the number 21. Yes, I know it's only race 11, and there's more than likely going to be more than 16 winners this season, but they still got to focus on the big picture. They got to think, hey, maybe this doesn't happen. We still got to stay ahead of all these guys. Every point matters going into the playoffs. And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. can get another solid finish here if he can keep it together. His finishes on average are in between 11th and 20th. However, we have seen the improvement compared from this year to last year. Almost a race and a half improvement in the first quarter of the season for JTT Daughtry Racing. That's including the number 37, so it could be a little bit skewed. But still, it doesn't matter. Such improvements, I could see them getting a really good finish here. They could break into that top 10 if the cards fall together for this team. But they have to keep the consistency going if they still want to be a playoff contender. This is honestly a big race for them because... If they struggle here at the mile and a half, you can almost count them out. They're literally going to be going for a restrictor plate win at Daytona if they're not able to put it together here at the mile and a half. So big weekend, big gamble, number 47, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. So those are my final picks for the dark horses. We got Matt Benedetto, Eric Amarola, Christopher Bell, Chris Buescher, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. for week 11 here at Kansas Speedway. And that will conclude the final segment of today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Now, before we go off for today's episode, we do have one award to give out, and that is the Soap Award presented by Just Luxurious Body Soaps. Now, I was thinking, who was the driver who was cussing the most at the end of the Talladega race? Who was throwing a fit? Who hated the racing? Who knows? But 
I don't think we have to give it to the guy who was swearing the most. I think we have to be the give it to the guy who was the most dirty by the end of the race. And that is the number 23 of Bubba Wallace. When he said he straight up shit himself when he drove underneath Joey Logano. My friend, that car must have stinked horribly. I'm just giving you the self award. Make sure to clean yourself off for the Kansas race because, my God, every time you're driving by, we just want you to get off the track because your stank is going to be too much for us. So, soap award goes to Bubba Wallace for his Talladega incident. I think the only positive for that was he didn't wreck his car and he won stage number two. And then other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.